Welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution Podcast, where women are magical and empowered. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Monday, psychologist turned transformational feminine business coach. This podcast is for you if you want to prioritize your own pleasure, face your fears, and manifest your desires. This podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Feminine Academy, where I teach women how to turn their trauma into their superpowers. My goal is to show women that we can heal our world by creating time and financial freedom by doing whatever the fuck we want. Are you ready for the divine feminine revolution? Let's get vulnerable and go deep. I'm so honored that you're here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Divine Feminine (laughs) Revolution podcast. I'm Dr. Megan Monday, and I'm so excited to have an amazing healer, an amazing therapist, an amazing friend, a Fearless Feminine Academy graduate, (laughs) and just badass lady, (laughs) Kimberly Barrett. So Kim, I kind of gave you a little bit of a brag intro, but let's go ahead and tell us a little bit more because there's so, you have so many gifts. Uh, There's so much to share. So I started as a medical social worker therapist and palliative care expert. And then I started really opening up to my gifts. So I've become what I call a light leader a empowerment coach. Um, I teach a lot of classes around using your intuition for empowerment and channeling and mediumship and all of that. I also do a lot of channeling and I do amazing quantum healing. (laughs) So quantum healing means that you heal it all the way back to the seed where it was planted. So you don't have to deal with that issue anymore. So that's what I have to say about Kim. <laughs> I also teach a lot around um, healing self-esteem, uh, increasing your vibration, just anything that's going to bring us into a new consciousness and a new awareness in our new planet that we're all creating for ourselves. That's so exciting. I feel so blessed to have you in my life. Um, I've gotten to experience um, your Blue Star Celestial initiation and sessions. And woo, that session we did this weekend cleared so (laughs) much. And you guys know that I am, um, I will invest in some healing and I'm a little bit of a healer snob, okay? And let me just say that Kim's sessions are incredible. They're, it's kind of unlike anything I've ever had done before. And that's saying a lot because I've worked with some amazing indigenous healers and awesome shamans and Reiki and incredible healers. But I got to say you're up there, Kim. So just receive that. <laughs> I was just going to say, and Dr. Megan and her Fearless Feminine Academy has taught me how to receive and allow and let it come in and feel the juiciness of it. I feel the same about Dr. Megan. I met you, what, back in um, Tanova days when we were doing intensive outpatient. And she taught me a ton about trauma. And it helped me heal even more from my own trauma. So, and then to watch her, she just called me up one day and said, Hey, I'm doing this Fearless Feminine Academy. You want to come? And I was like, Yeah, (laughs) right on time, intuition, right on time, total synchronicity. And my life has just changed so much since I've been through that academy. I'm even taking it again. (laughs) Yes. And I love it because I feel like, um, healers turn therapists, therapists turn healers, however you want to say it, I think is like a special category. And I think, you know, a lot of us therapists are realizing that we can actually help more and more people by actually speaking directly to the public. And so that's what the Fearless Summoning Academy is all about, is getting visible and taking your gifts Mm -hmm. out to the world. And so it's amazing. I mean, you have kicked ass since you've been in the academy. You've been showing up every day. You've been (laughs) doing video. You've been doing channels. Facebook love every morning on my main page, which is, you know, I figured if I'm going to step out and come out of the closet and and go live, I'm going to do it on my regular Facebook page. 
And so that's been really like stepping away from your fear. It's yeah. not just on a page where people are thinking the same way. It's, it's that, you know, a lot of people on there that aren't on the same page <laughs> and I'm doing it anyway, but apparently it's helping a lot of people. I didn't even realize just getting on there and doing that Facebook love. And a lot of consciousness raising. And I mean, here we are just like raising yeah. five on Facebook, which <laughs> raising you know, the five on Facebook. Consciousness. Let it begin with you. Get the focus back on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That too, because like even sometimes therapy is out of reach for people and certainly coaching can be out of reach because it's at a higher yeah. point. And so I love, you know, between podcasts and YouTube and lives you know, there's so many ways. I mean, if you want to heal, like just open up to it. And there's so many, <laughs> you know, light leaders stepping forward, um, to, to take, take that up, but it wasn't always that way. Right. Like what, no. and give me a little before and after, like, what's it been like? So before for me, I'd have to take us first 23 years ago, I had to hit a major bottom. I hated myself. I, I drank a lot. I, you know, I'll say it out loud, slept with a lot of people. <laughs> and it was very um, not esteemable. I was an empath, but I didn't understand empathic abilities. So I was really taking a lot of hits and and really not navigating that very well either. Um, and I had intuition that kept me safe a lot. So I, I plugged that, that, that intuition kept me safe. But I hit this bottom and I found this spiritual way of life you know, sometimes I tell people, yeah, it was a 12-step program and I worked the 12 steps and, and I found this spiritual way of life. And the big what happened was I had already throughout my life, even as a child and a teenager, as a teenager, I was introduced to crystals. Um, I was introduced to tarot cards when I was 20. I was reading them at 20. I had seen psychics, you know, they told me that I was going to hit some bottoms. So she didn't lie. She gave it to me as it was. And I ended up um, really starting to seek and found that there was a lot more than, than I knew, but I was still in a lot of codependencies. So I would have to say 10 or 11 years ago, I was in Baltimore and got introduced to some really amazing healings. I had a a quantum healing that shifted me so much, my whole life changed. <laughs> so warning, if you do a quantum healing, your life will change, <laughs> but it's always for the better. And then, one. yeah, yeah. And then I ended up through a series of just, I have to tell you that synchronicity, following intuition, I started to really follow my intuition. I got introduced to Hay House. I got introduced to following my intuition. I started wanting to do this more and more. So I started to do readings on my friends a lot more. I had been doing that. And then I started to get paid for them. <laughs> and so, you know, my journey has been that plus I was in hospice. And so doing hospice and palliative care for 10 years, you learn that there is no death and, and you learn that there is this, this, spiritual thing. And I opened up to my gifts because I was doing healing work on people and didn't realize that that's what I was doing and helping them. So, but I knew I was a medium because I was doing grief work and their loved ones would step in and I would, I would be doing mediumship without realizing that that's what was really going on. Like I knew, but you know, not everyone was really open to that. So I found ways to, to use that gift in a positive way, you know, and what's the last thing that I ended up moving to Knoxville and just being a part of this like amazing spiritual community and started really stepping out into my gifts into to doing what I'm doing now. And when I went to Arizona, I had some other major, like I got introduced to Blue Star Celestial Energy. I got initiated into it and I've like made it my mission in Knoxville to like... <laughs> Just bring people on to Blue Star Energy. It really shifted my life as well. So that's kind of part of my story. What were you going to ask? Oh, just what, can you say more about Blue Star? What is, what it is? So Blue Star was um, really channeled in in 1995. And it is, I think it was taught in Egypt. 
And it's part of the Egyptian mystery school, Asma Ropop mystery school. And he channeled McEwen, who had been a part of that mystery school. And apparently the Pleiadians, and I'm definitely into celestial energy and, and channeling and having contact. And, and so the Pleiadians had really taught and channeled this information in so that we can stay grounded when we are getting information and that instead of just downloading it in when you're channeling, so some people may or may not understand that, but when you're channeling in the past, you had to just download the information and bring it in. Now you can actually like go travel and get it and come back. And so Blue Star helps you have a clear pathway with that. It also helps you do quantum healings because it takes you into the unmanifest. So it's taking you on the other side of the veil and you get to take your, your client's energy onto the other side of the veil so that you can clear it out and then bring them back in. So, I mean, and that's, that's like small little piece of it. There's so much more to it, but that's the little piece of it that it's Pleiadian, Syrian and Big Dipper kind of energy and that we have that direct connection. And, and the more you use it, the more you like find out, you know, more will be revealed. <laughs> That was such a powerful initiation and, um, yeah, part of my spiritual awakening happened. Um, actually when I was in grad school, I was initiated into Reiki and for me, the two things really fused kind of as they did for you, you know, being intuitive and being in a helping field, um, you know, it makes you a great helper. Uh, but sometimes we, you know, don't really recognize like how deep our gift is. Um, but when mm-hmm. I did star celestial with you, I felt like it was just a godsend for really embodying the fearless feminine because it made me feel so much more powerful and, um, it's great for manifestation. I it mean, it's my circuits. And then we've been doing the one-on-one work, which has been, um, transcendent. And I've actually sent some therapy clients to you. Can I brag on you a little we've bit? We've shifted them. Yeah, go ahead. I was yeah. impressed by it myself. <laughs> uh, so, um, I've sent clients to you who have, you know, since left abusive relationships, um, I had one client who had spent several months in inpatient, um, came to you afterwards and was able to like get a job for the first time and be in a healthy relationship for the first time. And legit, I love sending um, people who are doing therapy with me for trauma, for energy healing, because as we know, (laughs) there's a lot of energy uh, attachments and whatnot that come from the trauma itself. And so it really helps. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, from the patterns and from the energy itself. Um, and so, I mean, legit, when these people came back, they looked different, like totally different. <laughs> um, so I just, amazing results when you can see after one session. <laughs> and the secret is the, and it's what I teach in a lot of my teachings, it's the letting go and allowing. So getting out of the way and allowing it to come in. I had some training and then a lot of it is intuitive, right? So I used tuning forks, which I was trained into using tuning forks by Tina Scotto. She does mystic horse journeys out in Arizona. And she taught me a lot of things, mediumship and and other things. But she said, make it your own. And that's what's happened. You know, and then I've been gifted other tuning forks that have been added to my repertoire And with crystals, my friend was just talking about doing a crystal class and explaining each crystal. And I'm like, no, my crystals just talk to me and they say who wants to be where and and they don't really tell me what they're doing, but they tell me where to place them and, you know, who's involved and who's not involved. And, and, and that's my personality that I just started stepping authentically into myself that, you know, crystals talk to me (laughs) and, and, you know, telepathically or energetically, whatever you want to call it. And, and it's amazing what happens, you know, when I just let go and, and allow those things to come in. And Blue Star really did shift my life as well. My story with Blue Star is I was in somewhat of a really codependent, um, abusive relationship in a lot of ways. And I got <laughs> inducted into Blue Star. And like you, I felt so much more powerful. I felt grounded, balanced, really like connected there's no not being connected anymore. You know, I can have my moments, but I'm really connected. And I started seeing clearer through energy. So I was able to really, 
leave in a positive way. You know, I told, I, I set my intention. If I meant to leave, make it easy. <laughs> and that's what happened. That's such a great tip too. Um, you know, yeah. other times when I've done sweat lodges, they've talked about um, asking for a change with ease and grace. <laughs> yeah, with ease and grace, like ask for the change to happen. And I keep thinking that, that, that I've heard these messages and I stay kind of ears perked for a lot of things. So I guess my other piece of my journey, and I'm actually working on a book, so I've really got <laughs> edited a piece of my journey is mindfulness. I was introduced to mindfulness um, a year and a half after I had had that first bottom and started seeking, you know, spiritual awakening. And I trained under Tara Brock in Love her. Uh, Bethesda, Maryland, and she's amazing. I was there to witness her, you know, publish her book, um, Radical Acceptance, about radically accepting yourself exactly as you are and, and that kind of stuff man, mindfulness made such a difference. It continues to in my life. And mindfulness is paying attention on purpose in a non-judgmental way. Like there's a particular way that you can be mindful. And what, you know, some people call it awareness, you know, whatever it is that, you know, we become more and more aware. I become aware when stuff starts to come up and that past trauma wants to be released. And, and for me, it can come out in pain. It can come out in, you know, self-destructive behaviors or addictive behaviors that it's coming up for a reason. And what I'm learning is not having to judge any of it. And that's something that you've taught me too, is not having to judge any of it. Oh my gosh. Where's that? Tara Brock is definitely like one of my sheroes. I mean, she was like, the she's my shero. <laughs> very first podcast I ever listened to and laid out the, the book podcast sort of retreat coaching, um, path. But if you've not listened mm -hmm. or read any Tara Brock, like go look her up right away. And the best thing you can do is, uh, oh, tell yeah. people about a podcast you love. Cause I know I've sent so many people to Tara Brock and she's such a great resource. Tara Brock's podcast. Cause she just has that self-love thing going on and that accepting yourself exactly as you are. I did want yeah. to say, I wanted to talk a little bit about my foot. So I just had this big, my most successful launch ever, received a lot of money. And then right after <laughs> celebrating, um, sprained my ankle in a divine sort of uh, clear all of the guilt, shame, and trauma that was locked up in <laughs> ankle. Clear that out. Yeah. <laughs> and that like needing to be in the masculine energy. We yeah. both have very strong. Forgiving. Um, leadership personalities. And when you have a strong, you know, I fought it my whole life, this leadership personality, but I have a very strong bossy leadership personality. And that leads to being in your masculine energy too much during times when you're meant to be in your feminine energy, you know? Absolutely. And that's, you know, why I really got interested in the coaching and particularly like the feminine power piece was I did business the hard way. You know, I didn't feel like I could take a sick day. I didn't feel like I had, I felt like I had to work all the time, um, even though I was working part-time and making decent money. And so that scarcity and struggle and hustle was always there. Um, but I <laughs> yeah. want to brag on you because legit, like... <laughs> my foot was swollen up. I could like barely walk on it. Kim, the next day, I swear it looked just like my other foot. Like I've got a little tiny bit of like light bruising, but like all, remember we talking about the emotion was caught up in there and it was like swole up. You needed to release all that stuff. And, and notice how it's coming up on purpose. Yeah. So I talk a lot about we're in a new energy. Mm -hmm. And so for anyone listening, if you have you know, sleepless nights, or you're having, you know, big negative emotions come up or some blow up happens. You know, I had a blow up with a friend of mine and, and it really, when I look back on it and, and a friend of mine that is, you know, another coach, another spiritual community healer person. And she said, it changed you. Right. So remember that this stuff is coming up so we can heal it right? So we can feel it, heal it, release it out. And that's what I love about energy work is like, if I can find the quick way <laughs> to heal it quickly and make it happen fast, I will. Yeah. And that's where I started to get frustrated with therapy and why I would send people out. Yeah. To my healing is like, listen, you know, 
this is, there's a faster, gentler way to do that. And I think it's working with energy and subtle bodies, but even though, you know, I'm diehard for all of this healing stuff, I mean, to see the physical results of one session, it's just so amazing. <laughs> I love hearing <laughs> physical results. I know. I just want to, I should have taken a before and after picture because like the change was dramatic. And when you can't walk very well, like being able to walk and <laughs> not have it hurt is like not be, Yeah. Um, yeah. I just wanted to tell you because I haven't gotten a chance to tell you that in person yet. And um, just to brag on you because it was tremendous results and I could feel what deep emotional things were released, you know, and I wanted to kind of jump back to your story where you were talking about getting clean and releasing the problematic behaviors. You know, a lot of those things are just trauma, you know, we're looking for connection, we're looking to feel something, we're looking to self-medicate, you know, and so I know for me, like spirituality really helped me release a lot of those things um, as I healed. And so I think it's so important to be open with those things because, um, you know, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just means that, you know, you have some symptoms and it's a coping strategy, even if it's a negative coping strategy. Yeah. A lot of us are in shame when really I look at food for me and food was my saving grace starting from when I was like five years old. And so all of those food behaviors, I finally started looking at it as, oh, it's a survival skill. So I can thank the food for helping me survive for so long, but it's time to move on and, and start to, you know, kind of spiritually mature away from that a little bit, you know, for health reasons, not because I have to be a certain weight or something like that. That's the other thing that I started to release that for my health and I just, you know, some of the behaviors that I had, thank God there were people around me that taught me this unconditional thing. Yeah. You know, that it doesn't, what's that song? Um, I never remember her, her name, but it's, I am light. And she talks about, I'm not my past. I'm not the things that I did in my past. And I think, well, it's a good thing because if you really knew my story, I didn't do anything vindictive, but let me tell you, selfishness and self-centeredness and, and, and the results of trauma. And that's why I was so grateful to meet Dr. Megan, because I've been able to help so many people because of you and some of my other friends that were all trauma-based therapists that you taught me that fight or flight response. You taught me that it was chemical. You taught me that you know, this happened, we were talking about boundaries, remember, and that, you know, this happened because my boundaries got wired all, all messed up and that I can change that. It's hard to have boundaries when you freeze. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to have boundaries when you freeze and it's hard to have boundaries when you, you know, go into fight in the middle of the nursing station and you're like cussing out your boss, you know? So but I, I learned what dissociation was. And I, and I also learned that you can do these techniques like using the blue star, like going to see different energy healers. I've seen a lot of different energy healers in my time that can clear that out. And that there's different techniques that we can teach, you know, each other that you can clear it out yourself. So I've had like Qigong instructors and uh, Reiki. I did learn Kumi Reiki Kai before I did the, so it's a form of Reiki, all of that kind of stuff that, that it's out there for us, right. To be able to access and use and clear it out. And then you don't ever have to, the only time I bring it up is when it's helpful to someone else. Yeah. You know, you're so accomplished. Not only do you have, um, the master's in social work, but you have a master's in public health and all of the different healing acumen, you know, and you're just so knowledgeable and you can even channel, um, you know, some of the commanders and the, um, I have have nicknames for my, you know, I was a big Star Trek and and Star Wars fan. So sci-fi stuff, Stargate even. And so I started channeling in Commander Ashtar, Pleiadians, um, Andromedans. I call part of it like the galactic fleet <laughs> come in and, and bring messages in. And the funniest is when Cryon comes in because Cryon oh, wants gosh. me to say out loud, I am Cryon of magnetic service. And I'm like, I don't want to say that. That's what Lee says, you know? <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> digress. Yeah. And even so, even with all of that education and all of those healings mm-hmm. and everything, like, mm-hmm. no, putting yourself out there was kind of scary, right? I mean, it was for me. Oh, let me tell you, I spent three years really wanting to leave my day job, which was, um, I was teaching mindfulness and cognitive behavioral therapy as a therapist and doing my, my healings and readings and teaching on the side. Well, I wanted to do it full time. And I had been wanting to do this particularly the past two years. And when Dr. Megan called me, oh my God, you're like my godsend. I just freaking goddess send, I should say. Um, I freaking love you goddess, right? Calls me up and I get into this feminine academy. I have no idea. I don't, you know, I don't think I really had a coach. I knew that I I have a lot of friends that are coaches and they're out in the coaching world. I didn't know the lingo. I get in there, but what you taught me is the most valuable resource. And that is how to face the fear and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And how to self-care yourself through that and how to self-soothe and what does a, a fearless leader actually look like? And then I worked one-on-one with you in a coaching session. And when we talked about me doing something, I was terrified to go on and do those Facebook lives. And, and of course I set myself up for, (laughs) I feel like in my human design, the martyr part of me, I had to set myself up to go out on, on my main Facebook page and do it. So I set this intention that I was going to do this Facebook live every day, you know, and as I started doing that, things started opening up for me. I started getting more healing clients. I started getting more teaching opportunities. I've done, um, I'm currently teaching unlocking intuition on zoom. And I'm really excited. The reason I signed up for the second Academy is because I really, really, really want to focus on doing a big launch and, and testing out what would it look like if I did take these, you know, all of this knowledge I have and all these skills out and really be able to do it in a big way for people. Right. So so huge because I know for me, I was nervous about posting as well. And so I thought if I posted like one sales post and nobody bought, I'd be like, wait, but (sighs) nobody maybe even saw that post. And so the first time I had a successful launch was actually when I did like a full launch of three weeks, posting multiple times, doing a turn on event, all of that sort of stuff. And then it worked. Um, but I had to overcome my fear of being, I had to overcome the fear. And what I have to say is if you have any trauma in your history, or if you have fears and and you really want to step out there, Dr. Megan will bam, (laughs) you know, I mean, I have just shifted You've taught me also how to brag on myself. I did a brag post, you know, the brag gratitude, you know, what you want to call in kind of thing. And and I was so embarrassed to do this because I was doing this on my regular Facebook page. And I got so much love from everyone on my page for that post. I was like really impressed. And I'll tell you, I started out by doing written posts because I was afraid to be seen. I was afraid that I don't look enough. And then here comes Dr. Megan in her bikini (laughs) picture. And I just fell in love with you. I mean, I was like, if she can get on there and do that. And then I've been watching some of my other favorite people get on there. Um, I tell you all the time about Lori Ladd is someone that does stuff that I like to do, which is that channeling. She channels in messages about how are we going to navigate this new energy? How can we stay in our love? and watching her be really brave didn't change me. I just wanted what she had. But being in the Fearless Feminine Academy helped me to get on there. I even did my like, piss people off post. And I got slammed by a couple of people with that post. Let me tell you. And, and I handled it well because I was in the Fearless Feminine Academy and I could like see it differently and handle it differently. And and show up the way that we're meant to, which is who cares what anyone else thinks of you. Yeah. And I share all the time that it's my divine feminine revolution coach, my fearless feminine academy coach, who said, go on there and do these Facebook loves, right? That's what I call it. And learn how to not care what anyone thinks of you. Yeah. And it gets easier and easier and it is, and it gets easier. I'm starting to love it. And then I get feedback from weird places. It's like, I don't need the validation. 
because I'm really trying to practice what you teach, which is, you know, you're standing in your own sovereign like power. You're standing in your own, you know, you're stepping against the fear and knowing that you're you and just be yourself and be authentic. And I mean, you just taught me so much. I thought you had to be this pretty little girl and have your makeup all done. And I did do that for your podcast though. I even like straighten my hair, which I never do. I've been on my Facebook live, just like, this is me in the morning. Right. And, and nobody says anything about, oh, you look like crap or anything like that. They're listening to the message. They're seeing your energy. And you taught me to just get out there. You know what? Authenticity is so powerful and it like gives you such permission to just go for it. And that's what I love mm-hmm. about bragging. Mm-hmm. You know, it shows people what's possible and, you know, like just getting on as you are, I think it's like very endearing, you know? And then if you do get on very dolled up, then you're like, oh, she looks great today, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It's so funny to me, um, in the academy, I think this is the fifth round that we're doing. We're just about to start tomorrow. And um, every round, um, appearance anxiety is one of the major things that hold people back. And I look around the academy because legit, like, Everyone is like beautiful and powerful. And Megan, I have to tell you that that's the power of being in the group academy is that one of my beautiful, fabulous, I call her fantabulous academy buddies that was on there in my last academy, she like totally laid it out there about body image and all. And I'm looking at her like, you're freaking gorgeous. You're practically perfect. Yeah, we have- she's talking about this this body image stuff and was crying and and I'm like it broke me open so that I could tap into that. We had three um either yoga bar uh or uh like a personal coach uh like fitness coaching um people in the academy and it's funny I've noticed this with therapy clients as well it's like the more you are the ideal of beauty almost like the more you subscribe to it because you're getting like reinforced and validated for it yeah. like me being a plus size lady you know like I'm, I'm not part of that thin aesthetic um and so like in, in a certain way like I don't have to I mean everybody gets triggered with some of that garbage I don't but, have to live up to that yeah you know? <laughs> whatever that is yeah that are you know thin or attractive uh, and I really believe everyone is beautiful especially when that spiritual energy comes through yeah, yeah. um but yeah that is one of the biggest way the patriarchy controls women is by making us feel like oh I'm too fat to go online I know for me that was something that held me back for at least a decade making videos and then I'm so grateful you went on because you're just changing the the whole world, honey. No, and it turned out that because was- you're gorgeous and you're sexy and you have this amazing yeah. way that you talk and and it just shines through, right? My Florida Valley girl accent. Hopefully, y'all can hear me. I get so excited. I've listened to a couple of the podcast episodes back, and I'm like, oh, I work on my slow podcast voice. But I'm containing it. myself for you. <laughs> I can't help it because I got like so fired up when people are talking. Yeah. I'm like, I can't wait for my turn to interject. Um, but anyway, it was actually at my heaviest weight that I decided to really go for it. And so I don't know yeah. if it's just something that like kind of freed me up or whatever, but I think it's really important to have people of all shapes, sizes, colors, um, backgrounds, you know, represented. I feel like that's just, just a huge part of my mission is to really like support people. Um, and then you know, we need representation, not just one aesthetic. And so I think that's what's so exciting about this time where we can all have our own platforms. Um, (laughs) We can all be famous and we can be famous. I know. And I've been told this is a message that you give in the Academy. And it's a message that I just heard recently. It's what's been channeled to me is there's so much of a need on this planet for, you know, healing, for getting into the light, for shifting consciousness, for releasing all this past stuff, for stepping forward, for creating this new earth, that there can't be enough of us. So even if you have the exact same message as someone else, nobody can do it like you do. And I just quoted Dr. Megan Monday, (laughs) the Feminine Academy, that nobody does it like you do. And I'm an energy worker. I understand energy. It's the reason why the coaches that I'm drawn to are the ones that talk about energy. 
and that talk about how you use energy and, and how the energy actually works. And with energy, it's like people are drawn to the energy they're going to be drawn to. There's a whole lot of like feminine energy coaches and, and dating coaches and stuff like that. You get drawn to the one that speaks to you, that's speaking to your energy. And, and I'm so grateful I got drawn to yours. You know, so if you're drawn to Dr. Megan's energy, I'm telling you, you want her as a coach and you want to do the Fearless Feminine Academy. And I say that from direct experience, you know. I had a friend that told me, oh, you already know how to do all that stuff. You don't need a coach. And I was like, no, something in me is telling me I need Dr. Megan and she's going to shift my world. And, and my world changed, you know, and not just in that, but the more I step out into this authenticity, since I've done Fearless Feminine Academy, I have left that job. I am now, you know, working my way toward full-time doing what I love. And I've been having a lot of other things change in my life and, and feelings. And I was sitting there today, I had this like lull in my time. And I'm like you were, I was brought up that you have to work hard, right? And I paused and I thought, Fearless Feminine Academy says <laughs> that you need to like have fun, you know, and then my cards and, and all my intuition was saying to have fun, you know, and then I saw this thing where you drew play on it, like you need to play, that's how you're going to like get what you want. So I got up and started moving my hips and having a good time and you know, dancing around the house. I was like, this is so much better than working hard. <laughs> That's so huge. Cause when I started getting into the coaching communities, I really thought this whole like pleasure activism and pleasure-based business, I kind of thought it was like a gimmick because like, who doesn't want to make money? It's not at all. Easy, you know? <laughs> but I will say I had my most successful launch over Christmas where I just recycled some old posts and legit, um, I was sitting around having fun, you know, watching Christmas movies. And that's when I really had the first taste of like, oh my gosh, this is real. Like you can create essentially a passive income. Um, and it gets easier and easier with each progressive launch, with each time you run the course, um, you're adding an extra layer to it. It was really, and you're still helping people yeah, and helping way more people, you know, like you're helping a lot more people than you can even imagine. Absolutely. And I found that with my Facebook loves that I didn't know who was watching it. And I've just gotten little snippets from different people that I didn't know I was influencing or affecting them. It is funny, especially people in your life will start to say like, oh, I was watching these lives and you may or may not know that they were on there if they were just a lurker. You just didn't even know they were there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or I, I'm not there on your live, but I watch it every evening, you know? Well, I'm so flattered by all the kind things that you've said about me and you're, you're I didn't just my, say kind things about you. I said the truth. You're stretching. And you my know, it's the muscle. truth. <laughs> like getting <laughs> Receptivity. It is the truth. I would not be where I am right now. Had you not called me up that day and said, I'm doing this fearless feminine Academy. Do you want to do it? And I was like, something in me screamed, don't even think about it. You're in. Because I usually have to think about things, right? Being an emotional manifesting generator, I have to like sit it out. But I knew instantly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really went for it, you know, and and that's it. You know, like, I mean, there's lots of great programs out there, but it's really on you to like show up and be consistent. And I know visibility to me is really like the key. And I think people um, talk about human design, you know, if you have like an open head center, like I do, you know, we're always outsourcing it inspiration from someone else, you know, but to really yeah, yeah, absolutely. hone your authentic voice and really show up as you are, you know, takes a lot of practice and it's just like literally hitting the go live button or the record button and just going. I mean, that's how I started this podcast. I just started saying, Oh, I have a podcast before. I <laughs> One, two, three, go. <laughs> here's the interview or whatever. And people are like, where can I find it? I'm like, Oh, well it's not, it doesn't exist yet, but <laughs> I've been it's coming <laughs> episodes. And, you know, you mentioned Kylan yeah. earlier. He's a huge spiritual teacher of mine as well. Um, we share yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. The so Kryon to channel, you know, the message that, that come through you. And I've actually done some um, medical intuition training over at Tipsy Hands uh, with Dr. Oh, Mon- yeah. oh. And she says that if you don't 
channel or like really like process through the downloads, they like kind of get clogged up in your body and you can develop medical issues. Oh yeah, you can. You have to let them out. (laughs) (laughs) On your destiny, you know, if you're not on your divine mission, like it's gonna push you forward through a crisis, which we don't, I mean, we can learn that way. Hence my ankle. But I can tell you how I learned yeah. is it locked my, my shoulder up. Oh, yeah. and I had this like step forward even more, right? So it locked my shoulder up. It's still a little locked, but look how much more movement I have now. I can like move it a lot better. And it's because of that fear of moving forward, that being too much in my masculine energy. And that's, that's one last thing that, that I can throw in there is when you're teaching, you're reminding us to get into that divine feminine energy. And I'm not talking male, female. I mean like the different energies. And I get too much in my masculine where I'm like thinking too much. I'm analyzing too much. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm, you know, trying to control the outcome, all that stuff. And that's what locks it up. And so I've been releasing that out. The other is that low self-esteem. And so really starting to release all of that, that we are enough, that we were born enough, that, you know, we are innately, divinely powerful. So, and I've been thinking about you today that you teach that pleasure-based and you're that trauma therapist and it's helping me wake up because they come from a lot of trauma. I didn't mention that, but I had a lot of sexual trauma in my childhood, in my teenagehood, shoot, you know, through even like 10 years of being clean. And I still had some trauma that I had to, had to face and clear. And so now that that's cleared out, it's like, I'm having to rebuild who am I and how can I be in my sensual pleasure in a healthy, safe way. And you teach that. Yeah. And I really feel like pleasure is the antidote to trauma and, you know, feeling good in your body after trauma is not very easy, you know, it's It's not at all. Yeah. It's scary. That other piece to your story is you were writing clinical notes and spirit was making it so you couldn't do your job because. Yeah, I couldn't do that. That's the other part is that, that in that job, I had to click too much with my thumb and it caused pain all the way up my arm so that I had to quit. And I was like, Megan, I have to quit. <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out how. And, and then sure enough, we manifested the universe provided. We manifested money in the bank. We manifested just a ton of stuff that is supporting me through it. And, and I have to remember that that's going to continue to come. That is so huge. So Kim, I think, you know, you probably have a lot to say on this. And like we talked about earlier, I'm going to have you. We're going to do this more than once. (laughs) We're out of time, honey. Zoom out to the macro, especially as we're recording this. We're like at the very beginning of 2021. So um, lots is happening. Lots of portals and initiations. Oh, I love 2021. Yeah. Uh, What's your perspective on like where the world is going? So my perspective is that we have shifted into the new earth, that we are in the age of Aquarius, and that in so many ways it may not look like it because what we're doing is we're shining the light on the stuff that's been there. And there was actually a a cry on channeling a month ago that just talked about this, that it cannot look good because we're shining the light. I mean, we're really like shining the light on the stuff that's not working anymore. In our own lives, that's what I said, that that stuff for healing is going to come up and the light's going to shine on it. And it's going to be like, you're going to face this or not. You have free will. And so we're facing it and then we can shift it. But the way that we're shifting it is going to be way more in balance than it ever has because the divine feminine's coming back in. And so we can shift it in a more community-oriented, a more compassionate heart, a more um, allowing kind of way where we still take action, but our actions are inspired actions. We're not reactive, we're responsive. You know, so what I see coming is, and I loved the channeling by Cryon. <laughs> I must have listened to this, this this morning just for this is he was talking about the, the new Lemuria, you know, that, that we're really in that new millennium, that new energy. 
And so any thought leaders, any light leaders, anyone out there who feels that calling to help the planet, it's not a keep your mouth shut, but it's also we cease fighting anything or anyone. We're not fighting anything. What we're doing is each individual person is going within. And part of what Blue Star teaches us is to stop fighting any battles within ourselves. That we're going to start to find that balance within and not be battling in there either. So we find that peace and then we can share with others <laughs> finding that peace, help with the healing. No matter what you do, you don't even have to be a healer or, you know, like a channeler or anything like that to be a light leader. It's just that you're demonstrating in your own life that you have the ability to respond instead of react, that you're staying out of the polarities. But what we're going to shine the light on are things like, um, and I'm going to say it on on this channel because this is Divine Feminine Revolution, right? Is that there has been this female sexual slavery and just, you know, child sexual slavery that's been going on for centuries. And and most of us don't even realize the extent of it, that they have farms and and they literally farm babies and raise them to be used in those ways. And so, you know, to wrap your mind around that is like, be a feminine leader, feel the feelings about it, recognize it's there, and then bring yourself back into imagining a world and working toward a world where there's so much light and so much consciousness that stuff like that cannot exist. Because think about it, when you're in your consciousness, you can't do things like that. I love that approach so much because, I mean, I've been a sexual trauma survivor. I've worked with hundreds of women. I mean, I wrote my dissertation on rape prevention and it really is um, built into the fabric of our society. I mean, they say one in four women are raped. I think it's probably much more than that. In my experience, I tend not to find women that haven't had some kind of unwanted sexual experience and that's grown women. You know, we're talking about child abuse. Not even just the child. Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, I think that for me is a big, huge part of the divine feminine revolution is safety for all. And that's just not just a long safety for women, but you know, safety for everyone, safety for people of color, um, you know, safety with regards to like healthcare and housing and just like legit taking care of people and giving them the basic rights to be expressed and to be safe and to have community, you know. And if we're coming from our heart and we're in conscious awareness, that's the direction we're going to go in. We don't all have to agree with each other, but if you've ever been in a conscious awareness from the heart debate, you know that you can have differing opinions, differing ideas, different ways that you believe things, you know, but at the same time, there's like this completely, um, like community oriented win-win type of argument. It's like, how can we find the best possible win out of this? It's not every man for himself and step on anyone and, you know, a lot less greed, self-efficient. Those are the, the consciousnesses that we are clearing are those lower consciousnesses of like, you're clearing the fear. You're helping us step out of that fear consciousness and actually clear that and, and step forward. You know, a lot of light leaders really need to be able to step forward and are afraid to. So being able to face that fear and actually step forward, especially women, because we have been marginalized and, you know, there has been that patriarchy there and, and all of that. So I'm excited about what's coming in the future. I really am. I, I see that, you know, we're still going to have earth. We're going to have a lot of interacting, but it's going to be a different consciousness. And then for me, I'm hoping that I get to have some first contact and, you know, that, that there's more to this than just planet earth for Kim, you know, so I'm hoping that I will still be around and be able to witness that if not in this body and another one, I'll I'll come back just to do that. I love the age of Aquarius vibe for the next 20 years. You know, we're really talking about like humanitarian, higher thought, um, inventions that help humanity. I think it does have a little bit of mad scientist stuff, so I won't even get a start. It on seems that. that way, but I just read a thing, um, an article about in England that there's like a hundred thousand houses that are being fueled 
by that thing that Cryon talked about. I, I can't remember the name uh, of it, but but, but it's, it's from um, energy that comes from the earth that is oh, sustainable. It doesn't run out. Yeah. It never runs out and it doesn't affect the earth in a negative way and that they're actually testing that. You know, it's not going to be on our mainstream media news because they would lose a lot of money if, if this actually becomes a thing. And crystal right. energy, you know, that was very Lemurian and that's what we- And that crystal energy is coming in. And, and computers and everything. Um, yeah. So- Long story short, I'm excited. It's a great time for humanity, and I think it's a great time to take your holistic business online. So, whatever that looks like, whether you're a psychic or a healer or a therapist or, um, you know, wellness provider, whatever, whatever um, it is, bring it online and academy. Um, yeah, I mean, the other thing that's happening is a lot of people that are not quite woken up are going to wake up. Yeah. And and I get a sense intuitively that there's going to be large numbers. So there can't be enough of us out there offering services and 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 giving messages and teaching and helping. And I think it's so important for women to experience wealth and to be able to run their lives the way they want. And so it's not like the starving artist, you know, where there's that myth that you can't make money at, with art, like same thing with healing. But I, I think that's just really not true anymore. And it's a great it's time to be a healer yeah. because we're needed and we're out. It's a great time to be a healer. It's a great time to be a, any type of light leader. It's a great time to just step forward and use your voice. So, and then healers are there so we can help you heal your voice and heal your heart. And, and like Megan does is help us face our fears and do it anyway you know, so. Awesome. Well, Kim, I'm so grateful to have you in my life and in the Academy and here on the podcast and I know you'll come back. So thank you for having me. This has been so fun. I love you so much. Oh, I love you. Thanks everybody. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the divine feminine revolution podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Want to keep the conversation flowing? Find us on Facebook at the Divine Feminine Revolution Facebook group, where revolutionary women gather to listen to their hearts, monetize their gifts, and change the world.